teens. Hey, teens. <laughs> it's it's John and Eric. Why aren't we adorable? Yeah, we make a pretty cute couple. I think John. that if we had an answering machine that we shared, we would totally do that thing where we swap words. <laughs> what song would we sing together? Uh, remember me and you. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you for calling and listening to Hey Teens. Leave a message after the tone. And that's the end of our show. Goodbye. No, we've got uh, a comedian here. Yes, we do. We got Nick Youssef. What's Hi, up, guys? Nick? Hey, Nick. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good, good. Doing all right. I like this answering machine idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys need to say each other's names. <laughs> <laughs> we do that sometimes on, yeah. the, on the show, but... Okay. Um, so, Nick, just so we get a gauge of when you were a teen, uh-huh. uh, what years of teenage... Uh, what, 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 what years... <laughs> just take this over again. <laughs> yeah. um, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> There's John and Eric. We're going to sing a song for you. Yeah. Leave a Remember me. The tone. <laughs> um, how old are you right now? If you I know. turned 30 in May. So, I'll be 31 this, okay. this May. Yeah. So, you're pretty much exactly the same age as... Uh, John and I. Essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. We're 90s kids. We're 90s kids. What's up, 90s kids? Yeah. Uh, and where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, La Crescenta, California. Oh, Do okay. you know where that is? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do know. Isn't, Vaguely. Isn't that I, over... Wait, I might be wrong. Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how the conversation yeah. goes. People go, oh, wow. I go, oh, wow, you know where that is? Yeah, that's... Wait, where is that? Is so it's like the suburbs of of LA. So like oh yeah okay that's if you were like a little bit north of Glendale, west of right, Pasadena, right, 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 right. sure. So like around La Cunada. So you're a local, local. Yeah, yeah, west of La Cunada and your Montrose, Tahunga, yes. the city of Tahunga. I didn't um, know. I just questioned myself. Yeah, La Cunada is a place everyone is familiar with for some reason. For some reason, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's like it's the, fun to say. It's got the little tilde over the end. Yeah, yeah. It's spelled like La Canada. That's like the <laughs> upper class area, right? And then I was next door in like the La Crescenta, which is the middle class kind of neighborhood. And then there's Tahunga Sunland, which is like the white trash. You, you don't, you don't yeah. want to be there. That's You're, where I hung really? out. That's where. Oh, yeah. I, oh really? Yeah, all my friends were poor. Yeah, pretty, I mean, we were, yeah, you know, we, we walked around. Tell it like it is. Had like bikes and skateboards and uh-huh. stuff. You know, we weren't like. So you were a skateboard lock- kid. I mean, no, I rode a bike a lot. I uh-huh. had like a. A dino <laughs> for uh, a while. Of course. Yeah. Um, Did you pull some sweet tricks? I never was too good at that. Yeah, me neither. I, I had like bunny hop and like... Oh, yeah. I could do bar spins and like some kind of ground tricks. Like right. bouncing on the front rear tires and... Right. You can do well, that's way more, way than, more than, than yeah. both of us combined. I think I was able to do a tail whip at some point. Where you put your foot in between in the where the fork and the, the front tire is and like spin the oh, bike around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, huh. sure. Yeah. I but like I was it. kind of a pussy. Like I was, I'd be afraid because my friends were like, "Hey, watch me like jump this set of like thirteen stairs." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm gonna go do the four yeah. stairs." It's like, check out this bunny hop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then do a bar spin in the air, like all this crazy stuff. But yeah, I hung um, out with a bunch of skaters in high school, and they were always trying to get me to do stuff. But I am so uncoordinated with that stuff. Like I would, I know I would just break my wrist if I tried right. to do. Anything. I hung out with skateboarders like in junior high, but mm. I never. Step foot on. I'm terrified. They're going down their their half pipes and whatnot. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, "How could you guys do that?" But um, you should have seen me on a pair of rollerblades, guys. Oh, really? Were you an inline <laughs> skater? Uh, not for for sport, for transportation. Sometimes yeah. it was a okay. Well, actually, when we grew up, like there was a period of time where rollerblading wasn't like totally gay. Absolutely. No, yeah, yeah. When no, they no. first came out, they were yeah. kind of cool. Well, the way that like, I did it kind of was. Right. <laughs> well, I wore like hot pink shorts. Yeah. Right. 
and like right. a frilly tank they top. They came with the rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> some of them did. Yeah, uh, but they had those like lightnings. Remember those? No, the bl- like the all black rollerblades. Those were like the oh, cool okay, rollerblades. Okay. So everyone had those. Oh, you know what Eric and I were talking about a couple weeks ago? Uh, we haven't brought it up yet on the show, but did you ever wear soap shoes? Do you remember oh, those things? Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I have a pair of those. If you're questioning it, you definitely did. Because I know for sure that I didn't. They're, they're, <laughs> for people who don't know, who aren't teens of the 90s, uh, teens in the soap. 90s, soap shoes <laughs> was for freestyle walking. Yeah, where you could yeah. just like be like, hey, what's up? I'm just walking down the street. Oh, what's that? A handrail? I'm going to jump on it yeah. and gonna slide grind with my it. feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're sort of like Heelys, uh, <laughs> which my wife bought a pair of Heelys like Four years ago, it was just too it, recent. She only did it in her in the backyard. In My the, friend used to call them wheel shoes, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like, that's a very per, like good way to describe yeah, them because right. that's what they are. Telling it like it is. They're just shoes with like a little wheel in the bottom, and then yeah, like yeah, you yeah. lean back. And then whenever you could, I like, see like fly. a child like gliding down the aisle of Target, I just want to like. As clothesline a, yeah like the foxy lady thing in, and then in, in the middle they line. had like a plastic um like grinding plate or whatever oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so you could like actually jump rails and like that Do kind of sweet stuff. tricks yeah they were really dangerous shoes when you look back yeah. super dangerous because yeah. you're like how coordinated really are you when you're like 14 15 anyway and then you see like nine ten year olds with them yeah 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 and i mean yeah they, they were just kind of scary um, so you grew up in uh, La Crescenta, and were you, uh, well, a mutual friend of ours wanted me to guess if you were a teen shithead, and you know what, my gut says, no, you were not a teen my shithead. My gut says yes. Oh, a really? A mutual friend of mine and yours? Oh, yeah, 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 Dana. Oh, okay, okay, um, so, yeah, I was a shithead. Oh, you yes. were a shithead? Yes. Oh, That's funny, why would you think not? I don't know, you seem like you may have been hung with a rough crowd. But we're a teen gentleman. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and, and just let you guys know right now. I've seen your Instagram, and okay. you posted a photo recently of you as what appears to be a teenage shithead. Yeah, I oh, put really? two of them up there. Oh, did you? I did one this uh, for like Throwback Thursday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was at my parents' house. And I think and I was, you had a shitty mohawk, right? Yeah, I had like the, I posted one picture of like a Six Flags Magic Mountain season pass, <laughs> um, which like back then were like twenty bucks or something. Yeah. And then I had what I okay. Remember in the nineties, like step cuts were popular. Remember those step? Cuts? Oh, so like, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd oh, shave, yes. you'd shave the sides and the back of your head, right? Like up to however, like a few inches, and then you'd like grow your hair out over it, oh. like, and we would part their hair down the middle. Oh yeah, so part your hair down the middle. Cuts. Yeah, and then you'd have like it would be shaved underneath. Well, yeah, yeah we would call it that the undercut, undercut step yeah. cut. Yeah, I think it was a re- maybe a regional thing. Yeah, or whatever. we just yeah. call it bowl cuts. I think. Well, bowl cuts are different. They're because, different, but that's what we call them for some reason. So w- everyone you did them that. The wrong thing. And usually people would shave it like up, like you know, like maybe a couple inches or two or three fingers worth, like yeah, above yeah. the ear or something like that. But I had it in my head where I was like going to keep shaving it higher and higher and higher, <laughs> to where essentially there was like a strip of hair on mm-hmm. the top of my. So uh-huh. it was essentially a mohawk, but it was very very long. It went oh, down, yeah. it parted down the middle. Yeah, or I would just oh, like pull it back or okay, something. I wore okay. a lot of hats when I was a teenager. Sure, but like. When I pulled it down, the hair went like past my chin, almost to my neck. <laughs> and it, so it looked like this like dead rat, or so, like oh. just dead. Did you like, ever do like a little ponytail? 
Yeah, sometimes. Yes. Yeah, because I'd like wear a hat or something. But it, uh, I look like a like a fucking weirdo punk, and I would like shave the sides in the back with a razor. Right. So it was right, like right. just completely bald with this like strip of hair. Whoa. So I put that picture on on Instagram mm-hmm. for like Throwback Thursday. I love it. And love um, it. but yeah, I don't know. I was like an obnoxious little shit, man. I I remember we were at Magic Mountain once because they had these things where like you you'd go to Magic Mountain before the, the season passes. They had Twickets, mm-hmm. right? So you'd go with your ticket, and then when you leave, you'd exchange it for a Twicket. Okay. And then you could come back for free within a week. Oh, okay. So we would just do that all the time. So um, I remember once uh, we, were, we were just regular tickets before that, and then we were, we were at the park, and there were no ins and outs. Mm-hmm. And we were about to leave, and I was like, hey, I'm going to like you know, try and sell this, this ticket stub right. to someone make our money back. you know? Right. And... Uh, and as we're like leaving, like I look, I'm looking around at people like kind of, you know, that look kind of clueless or touristy or whatever. Huh. And I go, I see this like couple and I'm like, hey, do you guys, you know, do you guys want to buy some tickets? They're like, oh yeah, where do we do that? I'm like, well, I mean, you can do it over there where the, you know, the ticket booth is, but I'll sell you mine because I have to leave early and whatever. Um, and I'm not trying to sell it for anything more than it's worth. It's, you know, face value, whatever it was at the time, $20. And they're like, what? No discount even? Man. No, no, no. And I was like, because I just wanted to like, back. I wanted it to seem like it was on the up and up right. or whatever. And then they were kind of like reticent. Like, I don't know if we should, maybe we should just get them over there. I'm like, well, it would like really help me out, you know, because I, I, <laughs> I need to leave early and I didn't really get to enjoy the park. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, all right. And then I sold them the ticket. Knowing full well that they will not be able to get into oh, the park. what a teenage shithead. And that is the definition of a teenage shithead. Yeah, it was really <laughs> shitty because like, I just ripped them off. Like right, I, right. I made my money back uh-huh. for the ticket, and I spent a full day pretty much at Magic Mountain. <laughs> they didn't know that. They thought I got there at like 2 p.m. and had right. to leave at 3. Right. Meanwhile, I was there at like 9.30. I went on like 50 rides. I'm like, <laughs> I was the greatest. Some cotton candy. It was the greatest day ever. And then I'm like, I'm going to rip these people off. You were like a teenage con man. Yeah, it was really shitty. Did you ever get into uh, any run-ins with the law? Yeah, I mean, they were like a... We used to steal cigarettes and stuff a lot. Oh. Yeah. From, uh, from like, Vons and, th- like, the supermarket chains and stuff. Because a lot of them had, like, um, those, like, uh, those sensor things. Uh-huh. Like, at the, at the entrances and stuff. Which we realized one day that they were there for show. Right. At this lo- specific location, uh-huh. at least, and we're like, "Oh, we can just steal whatever the fuck we want." So we would steal the American like, Dream. Yeah, we would steal like cigarettes and like and alcohol and stuff mm. like that. But to degrees that it was like, I mean, we were just like, "Fuck you" to these Vons employees. Essentially, <laughs> like cartons of cigarettes are not right, small, right. and you know, I wasn't like, we weren't like these big dudes with like giant cuts. We would just put them underneath our uh-huh. our shirt and then under our arm yeah. and then just like walk out the door on like the other side of the register so they wouldn't see it and then we started graduating to like six packs of beer and like oh, 12 man. packs and Whoa. like my friend realized one day like if you steal something in plain sight no one will question it that's so, actually very true like, yeah. that's what I've always if I mean, you're being weird and sketchy about it then people yeah, are gonna yeah, notice we just go in there walk out with it like as if nothing's happening nobody teens listening out there steal things in plain sight because they won't. That's the lesson of the day. Especially if you look a little older. And this kid mm-hmm. looked a little old. He had like facial hair, like a goatee or whatever, right. and like the kind of scraggly hair. Right. He was tall, you know. But he at at one point would just walk out with a twenty four pack of beer in his hand, just like 
like right out the door. Man, not any problem. Wow, he's really um, doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day we, we were like walking down the street. It was like 11 p.m. or something, like on the main like boulevard, and like all of us had. I mean, I had like a carton of cigarettes on me. Everyone had like a six pack of beer and all this shit. A few people had like you know their pipes and some weed mm-hmm. and stuff, and. One of the employees from Vaughn's like saw us like leaving and mm. then followed us out, and we just thought nothing ever like maybe he was just being suspicious. And then like ten minutes later, like you see like two three squad cars mm. like kind of like creeping up. Like one is coming down a street and one's coming up from behind us. Uh-huh. Right, and then you just see and hear pockets emptying into the street with just like <laughs> the sounds of like pipes and lighters and cigarettes oh, and man. just all over the street and then we just fucking take off running as fast as we could that was always what a defining moment is the first time you have to run from be it the cops or and like ditch some weed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and back then it was like shitty shitty yeah. weed that shitty like, shitty yeah. shitty weed but the fact that you had it was like a huge deal because it was you know, oh, yeah. you had to figure out ways to get that. Stuff. Even yeah, you had to figure out ways to get cigarettes. Even, yeah, you know, because did you guys ever have like the one guy who was probably in his twenties that would hang out with you to like give you weed and like cigarettes and stuff like that? How did I? Because we definitely weed. had. Oh, you know what? I was like friends with some like you know girls who's like who had older boyfriends. Okay, and they got that stuff. Well, we had like. Dudes, uh, I don't even remember their names, but they would hang out with us. It'd be like, how weird would that be to yeah. be like a twenty-one-year-old guy hanging out with a bunch of fourteen-year-olds? Yeah, looking back now, right? Isn't that the creepiest yeah. thing? Super creepy. And then, like every once in a while, you'd know a girl who was like, yeah, like some fifteen-year-old yes. girl. She's like, yeah, my boyfriend's like twenty-six. Yeah, and he's yeah, super cool. And yeah. you're like, whoa, twenty-six-year-old dude. That guy probably like goes to bars and like he's yeah, yeah, been yeah. to Hollywood. Yeah, right. And, and now that's the life. Yeah, you know a 26-year-old now that's like, dude, I am banging this sweet 16-year-old. <laughs> oh, like, gross, man. You're a fucking pervert, dude. What are you doing? I don't want to know you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, that's disgusting. They definitely seem like the coolest dudes ever, though. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, yeah, guy. when you're 15, because you're like, that guy's probably got a license. Yeah. Dude, he can buy cigarettes whenever he wants, wherever yeah. he wants. You know? <laughs> wherever uh, he wants. Even if they don't sell cigarettes, he can get them. Yeah, actual run-ins license. with the law. I didn't really. I was pretty good about getting getting out of trouble, like uh, when you know the shit hit the fan or whatever. But right. I remember once we were like thirteen or something like that, and uh, it's me and a few friends, and like we got it in our heads that we really liked the way like uh, emblems on on cars look, like uh-huh. the Cadillac logos mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know uh, like those Ford Pintos had like the horse or whatever mm-hmm. on, on the front. So we decided. And my buddy, like, found one one day, like, hanging off a car. Mm. And then he just, like, kind of pulled it off. And he's like, dude, isn't this thing cool? I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm like, we should go get more of those. <laughs> a light bulb goes I'm like, off I, of your head. I want to collect some car emblems. I had the same thing, but I saw it first when Mrs. Doubtfire did it to Pierce Brosnan's car. So. Yeah. <laughs> same, th- same thing, but different origin story. That's fun. <laughs> so we like, we're like, you know, there's fucking, there's cars everywhere. And like, yeah. these things are just asking to be taken. Yeah. <laughs> so, and not thinking things through at all. We just like, well, let's just like grab a screwdriver or something. We just grab a flathead and you can just like pop, pop them off mm-hmm. and then you know we can start collecting like really cool I actually tried to do that once to a Mercedes same as Mrs. Doubtfire fun fact <laughs> did but, you do uh, that because the of pro- Mrs. no I have no idea why it was happening but the problem it was probably maybe like part of like a scavenger hunt or some shitty yeah. thing like that but it was connected to like some wire that was 
embedded deep inside that car. So like pulling this thing and it wasn't coming out. And Probably for that reason. To, I know, exactly. We had to just abandon Stealing that. Stealing hood ornaments. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's really not a smart idea. And not like the way, the way we did it too was like, we didn't even like go to another neighborhood or whatever. It was like uh-huh. in his apartment complex. Oh no! <laughs> and like the neighboring houses and whatever. And we were just walking around broad daylight right. with a giant flathead screwdriver, <laughs> just like, like because some of these emblems are like they're really yeah. in there, you know. For everybody who's listening at home, you don't see this, but uh, Nick actually has a Ford Pinto belt buckle right now. <laughs> So it, it's going to last. Like yeah. You're going to hold on to these things yeah. forever. That would be great. Um, <laughs> necklaces made out of all. Yeah, like rings and stuff. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, we're, I mean, walking around just like popping off car emblems from like, you know, anything that even looked cool. Even things that weren't. Because we like, uh-huh. within like the span of a half an hour, we got greedy. And we were just like, we right. want all of them. <laughs> like, there's these, no one's around. These cars are just for the taking, you know. Um, it's a land of plenty. Yeah, so, like, we eventually get to, like, this old, like, Cutlass or something like this, uh-huh. like, old, you know, 60s car. And, like, back then, those cars had a lot of, like, emblems, like, on just the one car. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have two near the back windows, like, near, on one in the trunk, one in the front. So, I was like, oh, yeah, let's go to town on this fucking thing. <laughs> so, and I'm talking, it's, like, noon or something, you know, oh, on a God. Saturday or whatever. <laughs> and uh, and then you people are fucking home. You know what I mean? So, we didn't care. We're just, well, you know, we're stupid. And then... The house that it's parked in front of was like on this little hill. Um, and then we hear a noise, right? And we kind of look over and it's a door opening. And I, I, thinking back, I realized it was a door opening. But I just like heard, heard some noise and I look around. I'm like, what was that? Right, anyway, and then I'm trying to pry this uh-huh. fucking emblem off. And it's really taking a little bit of effort. Uh-huh. And then I, I look back again after I hear someone go, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and I look up. And it's like two or three feet up this little hill, this grass like hill or whatever. And there's this dude standing on this hill who's like, from what I remember being like a 13 year old, he was like seven foot eight <laughs> and had like a handlebar mustache uh, that oh, was just no. like made of fire, you know, and just like <laughs> tattoos everywhere. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, I'm about to die. <laughs> and I look over at my friend and he looks at me. And he takes off running as oh, no. fast he just ditched as you. he can. Oh my god, it was so quick! Like he's just gone within three seconds. <laughs> he was just like <laughs> his outline. He just dust. yeah, dust. <laughs> and by the time like I like by the time we both registered, we were in trouble. He was just like flight, and he just like takes <laughs> off. And then I look back, and the guy that guy's like, "Don't move!" And I was like, "Fuck." Like, I'd never really been caught for yeah, anything yeah, like right. that before. And I was just like, oh, fuck. So I sit there, and that guy's wife comes out. She's like, honey, what's going on? It's like, this punk kid right here is just stealing the like the emblems yeah. off our cars. And she's like, I'm like, look, I'm really sorry. It didn't even come off. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I look back, and it's just, like, sadly hanging off the <laughs> no. car, you know? Um, it's almost worse than it being gone. It's just, right, like, yeah, pathetically yeah. limp. You know? You're not even yeah. good at uh, stealing stuff. Yeah, yeah. It just looked, like, fucked up, you know? So, and she's like, oh, we're calling the cops. He's like, you think we should? And he's kind of like, because you could tell this guy probably when he was younger was like kind of a punk. He looked sure. like a punk when he was like 40. Yeah. He had a mustache <laughs> and his tattoos and shit. Like Danny Trejo. He was just like, basically. he's like, you think we should call the cops? And they're kind of like debating. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're calling the cops for sure. And I'm like, God, fuck. And he's like, sit here, man. Don't move. So I sit down on this little hill and I'm waiting. And then um, I look down the street. And, like, my friend 
is like slowly walking back with this like head hanging. Oh, you know? no. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there with my arms crossed. I'm like, I'm in so much fucking trouble. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, I got home and I was sitting there. <laughs> you got all the way home. Yeah, I got all the way home. And but you know, it was like two blocks away. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. remember, we didn't like go far away to do right, this. Right, we were right, just right. like, let's do this while we can see your own place. You know, <laughs> with neighbors that probably can recognize you by first and last yeah. name. Um, and he's like, I got all the way home, and I felt bad for ditching you. Aww. And I was like, dude, that's really nice, but like the cops are coming. He's like, oh. It's fine. And like he really <laughs> felt guilty, and I'll always oh, remember no. that because, oh, like, wow, that is a felt, solid dude. Yeah, yeah, he was like a good. He really was a good friend. His name was Jesse. Um, and then you got a car, and he stole the emblems off of it. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> um, so, like, we're shout out down, to Jesse, by the way. And then the cops show up, and uh, and they take down our information, and they're like, you know, give us your home phone numbers. We're gonna call your parents, and this is back before cell phones. Mm-hmm. So my fingers are crossed, going like, "Please don't let my mom be home. Please don't let my mom be home. Please yeah. don't let my mom be home." So they call his mom. Uh, she's at work. She leaves work to come over. They call my mom. She's of course at home. Answers immediately. <laughs> What's well, hello? How can I, help I was you? hoping the phone would yeah. ring. Hi, this is the <laughs> police, news. and uh, your son. We have your son here, and he stole, you know, whatever. So they search us, right? While we're waiting for our parents to show up, I had forgotten at this point that in my pocket was a like a toy gun. Oh and, no! Why? Uh, yeah, <laughs> because I thought it was cool to have like <laughs> sure yeah. And again, back in like the mid '90s or whatever, they they looked were pretty making, realistic. Yeah, it was metal. Yeah. It was a metal oh, handgun. No. Oh, oh Nick. That oh, I decided girl. still didn't look realistic enough because sure. it had that annoying red the uh, cap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had like previously a few days earlier spray painted that black. Yep, that's the first thing you do when you get a toy gun. I had done that too. Arms. I did yeah. that yeah, with yeah. Like, sharpies. Oh, for yeah, sure. Or like you pop it off or something if you yeah. can. But this one didn't yeah. come off, and I was like, this gun doesn't. I need to have this gun look as realistic as possible <laughs> in case I get stopped by a cop who starts sure, searching yeah. me mm-hmm. and then takes two steps back and goes, "What's that in your pocket?" And oh, I'm like, "Fuck!" And I was so nervous. I was like, "It's a gun." <laughs> He's like, excuse me? I'm like, it's a, it's a not real gun. It's a not real gun. And he's like, he's like, what else is in your pocket? It's like, you take, I'm not a threat, you know, I'm like 13 and whatever, but he kind of taken a couple steps back and he's like, what else is in there? And is that, is, are there any other weapons or whatever? I'm like, no, no, it's a toy gun. I swear to God, it's not real. Yeah. He's like, slowly take it out of your pocket. Um, and I'm like, you know, taking it out. And then he kind of sees the end of it. And then he like, you know, goes mm-hmm. like, right. And, uh. And he's like looking at it. He's like, "Do you know how realistic this looks?" Jesus, the kids had gotten shot. And he's like, like yeah. "Yeah." And he's like, and some of the spray paint had like bled off the edge of the gun. And he looks at, it, he's like, "Did you spray paint this black?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." He's like, "Why would you do that?" And I'm like, "Well, I want it to look more realistic. You want it to be cool. Yeah. This is this is how Reginald Vell Johnson's character in Die Hard shot that one kid because he <laughs> he had a realistic looking toy gun." Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if I had a death wish at that point, I would have been like, "This, it's a fucking gun, a pig, <laughs> yeah. die!" You know, and then he just shoots me right there on these people's lawns, um, <laughs> all for stealing car emblems. Oh, so, so he takes it out. He's like, he's like, "This is, I can't believe that you know you would carry something around like this. You know, dangerous." Please tell this me he is. pistol whipped you with your own toy gun. Wouldn't that, yeah, that would have been awesome. He's like, "I'm going to teach you a lesson, kid." So he's like, "Well." I'm confiscating this gun. I was like, I mean, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, in my back pocket, I had like 
seven fucking car emblems oh. back there. Uh-huh. And we're so young. It's like these cops were treating us like like we weren't criminals, you know? So they weren't right. like, get your hands up on the wall, you know? Like, I had a fucking metal toy gun in my pocket. So he's Quick question. I, yeah. Were you wearing Jenkos? Because I'm picturing like that came later. pockets. Uh, okay. That came later. We'll, we'll get back. We'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah. Go that, ahead. That came later on. Um, this, at this point, I was just wearing like whatever jeans my fucking mom bought me or Got something. Right, 13 right. years old or whatever. We had the money. Jordan. Like, you know? um, <laughs> so... So I'm like, hey, I really need to use the bathroom. I'm really nervous, whatever. And he's like, all right. It was like, well, you go around the corner. There was like the house next door, um, like at the end of uh, the end of the driveway. It was like this empty like lot or whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, you can go back there. He's like, these people don't want you using their house or whatever. It's just the bathroom. And I'm like, thank you very much. So I go back there and I just unload my pockets of like oh, no, all these good. fucking car emblems. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in trouble enough for this gun. I don't want it to seem like right. we've been running around all day, like holding people Jacking up with people. fake guns yeah, and yeah. stealing their car <laughs> emblems and shit. So I'm like throwing all these things away. And I come back and he's like, you were back there for a while. What were you doing? And I'm like, I was just using the bathroom. I'm like, it's weird to go in like outside or whatever. Yeah. And he goes back there and starts looking around in like the weeds and stuff. Uh, and, no. and like there was a fence there though. So I threw him way over the fence. Mm-hmm. He's looking around. He's like, it's like you didn't do anything back here, like get rid of anything. Thinking back, like this cop was a fucking moron. He should have yeah, searched, totally. searched me like the minute he sat me down. Yeah. After the second you left, he probably was like, he's probably unloading yeah. Yeah. all yeah. his pockets right now. Yeah, but I think he was just like, I'm like a nice guy, and yeah. like he just assumed that these like kids were just like kind of like up to no good for the day, and like yeah, we weren't yeah, like yeah. You know, <laughs> boys will be boys. Yeah. So we got rid. Of, I got rid of the emblems, and then like our both our parents show up, and like. The second my friend Jesse's mom like pulls up because he's sitting there like he was kind of like a like he had more of a badass nature to him like mm-hmm. versus me you know mm-hmm. like he was like was a skater and like had this like cool kid kind of attitude mm-hmm. and like I had that Which sort sounds of, like he earned it too yeah yeah but uh, and we're sitting there waiting and he's like dude I wonder when my mom's gonna get here the second he recognizes her car he bursts into tears oh. <laughs> he's like oh god and I'm like what's wrong he's like that's my mom oh my god. <laughs> And I'm like, where? He's like, right there. And I looked into the window, and he's like, oh, my God, the way she's looking at me, I'm in so much trouble. Oh, and he was just no. this baby. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to cry when my mom pulls up? Oh, I'm, no. Probably nothing know. more terrifying to a 13-year-old than crying in public. Oh, yeah. yeah. In front of, like, these strangers, some police officers, uh, yeah. your best friend, you know. Uh, and at that age, you're trying to seem like you're cool and tough and nothing right, else yeah. to you. And he's just in fucking tears. And I was so, like, worried about him, like, crying. Like, my mom pulls up, and I was just like, I don't even know how to react right now. And I was, like, nervous, you know. My mom was like, what's going on? And the cops explained what we were doing. And um, and then, we, you know, they realized, like, it was, like, kind of our first time really being in trouble when we were mm-hmm. 13. And we didn't really do that much damage. I think it mm-hmm. ended up being, like, a couple hundred dollars in damage to the car. Uh-huh. That was the only car we got caught for, too. Right. right. Yeah, they yeah. obviously asked us. Have you done this to anything else? I'm like, I don't even know what a car is. Like, <laughs> never seen that. One before. I'm like, oh, this is what a car is? Yeah, I just thought this cool thing was stuck on here and I need to remove it. I thought they um, grow off of here. So then we ended up like the only trouble we got in was like, um, I got community service. Did you get arrested for public urination? No. Like, yeah, tra- wouldn't that be entrapment? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So like, you can go take a piss here, and now I'm getting You're a arrest. ticket for yeah. Um, I'm like, but officer, and now you're talking back to a police officer, so I'm arresting you for that. Um, so yeah, I got 20 hours of community service that I had to do at a fucking library. Boom. And uh, and for some reason, my crying bitch friend only had to take like a four hour like 
like course where you watch a video and like get babies. told by some adult that you're a bad <laughs> it's kid. It's why not to be a little bitch. <laughs> yes. It was pretty much that. They're like they're like, don't be a little punk. Here's a video about what happens if you're a punk ass kid. And that that was like the only trouble he got in. Oh man. And then when I look if back, he really like, felt bad, he should have swapped with you. What you <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly. He should have swapped punishments. Yeah, yeah. he's the one that right he away off, felt so bad. Like, but I don't know why he got in less trouble. I think maybe his mom like kind of sweet talked the cops oh, maybe, or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. or that like gave him a little sugar. The cops felt bad because he was crying like a little fucking asshole. Oh, no. <laughs> and I look back, I was like, I should have cried. Yeah, yeah, like, because you can't cry in a library. Yeah, they're yeah. just gonna you shush shushed. you. You'll get shushed. Yeah, uh, that's an amazing story. I mean, it was like, yeah. Uh, okay, so what were your parents like? What did they do for for work? Uh, my dad owns a uh, marble and granite company. Okay. Like okay. Uh, installation. Like he's a tile man. You know? Tile man. Tile um, man. Because uh, you know a good tile man. Yeah, he did that in in Lebanon. That's where he... They, okay. okay. That's my ethnic background. Yeah, ethnic background. So they, they grew up there and he did that there and then moved out here um, in 84. So I was like two. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were actually... You were born there. I was born in, okay. in Lebanon, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't really remember it. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so he did that. And then my mom was a stay at home mom until we were old enough mm-hmm. to like, you know, walk ourselves to and from school and like, right. you know, that kind of stuff. And then she w- went to work for him. Um, and, um, like, at what age did you start getting into comedy? I did. I started comedy when I was 18. And at what age did you start getting into Jenko's? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I forgot about that. Um, the Jenko thing, when did that become big? Like, 98, right? Yeah. yeah, around then. Yeah, maybe yeah, before. 97 or The thing with, like, yeah. cool clothing and cool shit is that we didn't really have the money for that kind of right. stuff. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I couldn't really... Oh, yeah, just... I was, you know, my parents were buying me clothes, and they weren't going to buy me Jenko's. Exactly, right? yeah. Thank you, Mom and Dad. I mean, like, we, me a Jenko's. lot of our shopping was, like, we went to Kmart, like, yeah. all the time. You know, yeah, like, Payless shoes and, like, that kind of shit. Like, we didn't really have, like, access to, like... You know, the cool kids would have, like, new vans and, like, mm-hmm. Converse. Yeah. I've never owned a pair of Chuck Taylors even to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, all the kids would have, like, cool-ass shit. And, like, later on, like, I eventually got, like, um, when I would get clothes for high school and stuff, I'm like, Mom, I want, like, these jeans as opposed to, like, the regular ones. Mm-hmm. And they'd be a little bit more. And I was like, please, please, you know, I'd beg <laughs> or, like, ask for my birthday or whatever. So, like, I eventually got a pair of Jenko's. And then a pair of kickwares. Remember those? Oh yeah, I think actually, so. dude. Yeah. Kickwares and Breakdowns were another yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sold them at Pacific Sunwear, right? Which is now right. PacSun. Yeah. Oh, I I got a lot <laughs> back of back in the days when Pacific, Pacific Sunwear yeah. was PacSun. Yeah. yeah, I mean those those jeans like that trend got so out of control. Like that the, mm-hmm. they would sell them by like the waist inseam and leg opening. The leg opening. Yeah, that was yeah. Leg on. Opening. Yeah, and so like my, I think the biggest ones I had were like fifty-four inch openings or forty-four. Whoa, those are ginormous. So my waist is a thirty. So probably forty, forty-four or yeah. thirty. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't see my shoes. Like when I, my mom would make fun, she's like, "You look like you're wearing it. You look like you're a homeless woman in a skirt." Like right now, because they would like. They'd go all she sounds pretty the, funny. We should have her on the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. they, they'd go to the floor and they would get shredded from walking. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they'd get dirty and like I, you couldn't see my shoes. So standing still, I looked like I was wearing like a <laughs> giant a like skirt, skirt with huge cargo pockets or whatever. The, but they had that eight ball and the clown on them. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my Jinkos weren't too baggy. They were like khakis, like, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, looking bad, they're probably baggy, but not compared to those. 
this kick wears and this breakdown. Uh-huh. Yeah, those the widest really... I ever went, I think, was 24 inch. That was my mom wouldn't let me go anymore. I oh, didn't, wow. She's yeah, like, I didn't those are ridiculous already. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the thing with me, though, is like when I got into some weird thing like that, I went like full on. Like when I had like that long mohawk that I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The story behind that, why it became a short one, is because um, my dad hated the, the long hair. He's like, mm-hmm. you look like a punk. You know, and they're like, they're from, you know, Lebanon. They're not like, yeah. they don't used to seeing, like I'd listen to Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. and had like, you know, a couple Marilyn Manson shirts mm-hmm. and like, um, you know, that kind of shit. I looked like a little fucking shit, you know, yeah. and they oh, hated yeah. it. So my dad was like, that hair, he's like, I don't even want to take you places to like meet people I know <laughs> right. because of that hair. He's like, you put on a hat when we go somewhere because I don't want people to see, you know, how like you look like a little punk ass uh-huh. shit, you know? And so one day for his birthday, like in like 97, 98 or something like that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to cut my hair Aww. for my dad's birthday because he really hates it. An expensive it. birthday gift. Yeah. Like, you know, it was $6 at like uh-huh. Supercuts or whatever. Went down there and I'm like, I'm cutting my hair for his birthday. He's going to really appreciate it. So I go down there and it was like on the day of his birthday, like, you know, some family members over. So I go down to the barbershop and I'm like... Um, I'm like, hi, I'd like this, you know, cut just short. You know, it's my dad. I explained it. She's like, oh, that's really sweet that you're doing that. And I was like, yeah. so she just like grabs all this hair uh. and just snip. And I just look at it all fall into the ground. <laughs> and I just like felt this, like, I felt like I lost a friend <laughs> because it's like, it took so long to grow out. Yeah, and yeah. like, you know, t- like a year in like teenage years or whatever, feels like a fucking eternity. Oh, yeah. You know? right. So that hair was like a part of my identity. And like, it was really weird and stupid looking back, like the way it looked. But then, you know, when you're in high school, people thought it was like, whoa, that's a crazy looking hair. Wow. Mm-hmm. My yeah. mom wouldn't let me do that. And like, you know, it got you like kind of like cool got attention. Yeah. Cool, mm-hmm. rebellious attention. Or like whatever. when I dyed my hair bright pink. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Need that attention. attention. Yeah. So I cut it. Uh huh. And then I go home. And I have my hat on, and my dad, everyone's saying happy birthday to my dad. And I go, I go, I got you a present. He's like, and my hands are empty. He's like, well, what is it? And I take my hat off. And he looks at it, and he's like, well, you're going you're gonna to cut that more, right? <laughs> you're you're going gonna to, like, fi- fix that up, right? Oh, no. And I'm like, what's he talking about? Because I was so excited. I just yeah. caught my haircut, put my hat on, and ran home. Right. right. When I went to the bathroom after he said that, I went to the bathroom and took my hat off and looked in the mirror. My long hair, cut short, was a spiky mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> I'm like, no way I'm fixing this. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, this is even better than the long yeah. hair. And then New that, identity. Yes. yes. <laughs> and that led to me dyeing my hair every three or four days oh, for like wow. a year. I'm talking like, you know, red, a lot of Kool-Aid. pink, a lot of orange, panic. yellow, yeah. like, like yellow and black like a bumblebee like oh, weird ass yeah, shit yeah. you know oh that's awesome to the point where like my pillow in my room was like it looked like Forget a it. clown yeah. vomited yeah. <laughs> from all these different colors and my dad like he went from hating my long weird ass hair to like my mohawk he's like he's like that hair is even more offensive <laughs> to me than it was before my so mom then you got him cufflinks and you're like oh, he, dad, he threatened to like to cut it off in my sleep he's like he's like if you keep dyeing your hair I'm gonna cut it off in your sleep and I was just like Oh God! Like I went, I couldn't sleep that night. I was just like, Oh no, I can't. My he's gonna cut it off. And I went and like told my mom, I'm like, Dad said he's kind of gonna cut my hair off. And I'm like, Please, you can't let him do it. And she's like, All right, I'll talk to him. But you know, you gotta like realize why this is so right, right. horrifying for us. And I was like, Yeah. And I'm like, you. And my mom eventually came around to like the colors because like some like uh-huh. dark red and like things like that. She thought were kind of cool. And she eventually talked him out of it. But, yeah. Uh-huh. Um. 
that was like the reaction when I first got uh, when I second I turned eighteen, I got my LeBray Pierce, which is the second, yeah, was, 12, basically like the second I midnight. turned eighteen. Uh, and I came home and my parents freaked out. And I'm like, you can't do anything about it now. <laughs> I'm then eighteen, man. Eventually, they started to like embrace it in a way. Yeah. Did you guys uh, wear chain wallets? Oh yeah. Did oh I, yeah. Did I ever? I, I had one that went down in my shoe almost. Oh, <laughs> well, that kind of completes the look yeah. that you yeah, already yeah, yeah, described. Yeah. I definitely had one, but I this. I realized that it was kind of stupid for like a seventh grader to have one. The second I like sat down on like the, I don't know the the, the chair desk. attached to the desk in junior high, and it like clacked yeah. on the chair, and yeah. I'm like, I'm a child in school. Yeah. I, would, like, I, I would get mine stuck in the chair too. Like oh, when, yeah. I, when I would go to get up, I'd like bring the whole desk with yeah, me. And yeah, and then you're like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. I would, like drag along the ground. I remember very distinctly my mom making fun of me for how baggy my pants were, and I'm like, no, it's yeah. way more comfortable. And as soon as I said that, I was like kind of backing up, and I tripped and fell right on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, and I. My chain wallet, I think that I even like have like a sticker, like a mean people suck sticker on it or oh, something like yeah. that. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, those chain wallets were cool for yeah. some reason back then. For some reason. And, and it's also like what, you know, I don't even know what it, the fuck I was holding on to so dearly. Right. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I need to have this Read wallet. A library card. Yeah, filled yeah. with like $2 and a library <laughs> card. Stuck to me at all times. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't even gotten into how you got into comedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I guess the, I mean, I, it was something I wanted to do when I was like, I think this, I mean, this story may be the same for like a lot of comedians, but mm-hmm. like, I was like, I wasn't very popular in school. I didn't have a lot of friends, uh, hence like the acting out and the, you right. know, the trouble and looking like weirdo just to kind of fit in with the metalheads and the gothic right. people and like mm-hmm. whoever is, you know, would be a friend. But I was always like, what what ended up working for me was like my sense of humor and that got like people to it was like endearing to people and yeah. they're like oh yeah this kid's funny mm-hmm. and if i'd like go to parties and get drunk or something i'd be like haha you know and i realized like oh that's like a it's a good way to make friends and stuff and and uh it started becoming like important to me like to you mm-hmm. know to be funny and i liked you know f- comedies and whatever was on like on mm-hmm. tv and the first couple times i saw stand up was at my friend troy's house he had cable so we're flipping through channels, and he's like, oh, have you ever seen this show? They're like Evening at the Improv reruns, uh-huh. I think, at yeah, that time, yeah. um, on like A&E or whatever, and you're just like, yeah, all these like stand-up comedians and right, stuff. And right, I'm right. like, something about it like just looks so yeah. interesting, and I'm like, these guys like stand on a stage and are funny? Just and like, talk? <laughs> yeah, people are, pay, you know, yeah. just watch them be hilarious, and I'm like, I love this concept. Because back then I wanted to be, do something in entertainment. Like right. Every kid wants to be a rock star, but I can't yeah. sing and I can't play any instruments. And I wanted to learn guitar, but we couldn't afford a guitar and mm-hmm. you know let music lessons, and so that just didn't happen. Um, and like being an actor, something was always something I kind of wanted to do. But like comedy really was a, an attractive thing to me, and I was mm-hmm. just like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then. I couldn't because I was, you know, 15 or whatever and living in the suburbs, had no car, no way to get around, didn't know how right. to, there was no internet. You couldn't Google how to start comedy, how uh-huh. to be a comedian. You just like figured one day when I turn 18 and I'll just like go to Hollywood and like, sure. I mean, for me, it was a 30 minute drive. I could like right. figure something out. Right. So when I was 17, I was uh, at my friend Chris's uh, house. His mom was having like a party and at that party was this, this lady, like a friend of his mom's, 
And I was just hanging out with my friend Chris and just making the people at the party kind of laugh, just being stupid. Mm-hmm. So the lady goes, hey, you're, you're funny. I teach a, a stand-up comedy class. Oh, wow. oh. And, uh, and even back then, I was just like, oh, I don't want to take a fucking comedy class. Right, you know? right. Like, and I'm like, I'm coming from absolutely nowhere, but I'm still like, hey, fuck a class. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know if I want to take a class. And she's like, well, I mean, I don't want you to, like, you're a friend of the family. So, like, you mm-hmm. can just come sit in on it a couple times. And then performs at the end of the class. We have a performance right, at right. the Pasadena Ice House. Oh, right. nice! Well, and I'm like, I'm like that. I'll that I'm cool with. I'd like to do that. She's like, yeah, and it'll make it look like to the class that you actually showed up and didn't do this for free or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that sounds great. So I sat in in the class a couple times, and then she's like, write seven minutes of material that just jokes or whatever you think are funny, and mm-hmm. I'll put you on the show. And I think I even like emceed it or oh, something. Wow. I can't remember. Because my, my goal at the time was like, I'm going to either do comedy before I turn 18 mm-hmm. or before the year 2000, before the millennium. Because I just needed some sort of like... The millennium. Yeah, deadline <laughs> or some sort of like, I got to will myself to start doing this. Right. Yeah. So that was... I'm like, I have to do it at least once because it was like a scary idea. So I wrote seven minutes of material. And oh, wow. Just shit I thought Pretty was good. funny. I rehearsed it in my room like in front of my buddy and I was like hey I'm doing this comedy thing at the ice house and he's like oh wow you're really gonna go through with this and I was like yeah I'm like I wanna just run these jokes by you and I do I don't even remember what they were and I did like all of them he just sat there in dead silence and he's like, <laughs> he's like that's what you're gonna do <laughs> oh, no. and I'm like yeah is it not funny he's like I mean not really I don't know maybe it'll be funnier if you're standing on a stage but like maybe we should like work on it or make it funnier or something oh, and i was like man. shit i don't know man this show's like tomorrow or whatever <laughs> and i'm like duh this i don't know what to do and i'm like dude i'm just gonna have to like do it the way it is right because i don't know what else i can't like write seven new men i don't even know what i'm doing you know right right so i go down there and i i did the show and i went there with them um the lady that taught that mm-hmm. i didn't have a car a license or whatever and i went down there with them and i went up and i had like but the mic was still in the stand and i had like my notes on little, like little note cards like in front of me like kind of uh-huh. on top like of the microphone like you were reciting like a speech or something yeah and I was like telling them and flipping the card and I'd tell like another <laughs> I wish I would remember the material I can't remember it um, and I I finished and like in my head it sounded like I was like yeah I got some laughs here and there I'm like but I was so with nervous yeah, uh, and sure. you know and you're you know 17 you're just like you're not thinking about like the fear of you know being mm-hmm. on stage you're just I'm just excited to like have actually had an opportunity found a way to do right. comedy right so the show ends and everyone's leaving at the same time and I think I'm feeling kind of good about myself, you know, and, uh, and I'm so young that people, I liked it because of the novelty, like this sure. like yeah, baby yeah, faced yeah. teenager went up and performed for all the adults huh? right. <laughs> and like, oh, hey, you're the kid that was on her. And this lady turns around and she looks at me and with this big smile, she looks at me and she goes, oh, hey, you were so terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. And I just like, and I had a smile on my face ready to like accept all this praise that right, was coming right, my way. Right. Because she was smiling. And like the way she said it, I was like, ah, oh, thanks. And I'm still, I'm just mad. Yeah. Right. Why the fuck you would you say You had the oh, thanks you, like locked and loaded. Yeah. And, and I was like, thank you. Came out what? <laughs> the fuck? That was a negative thing. Oh, no. Why would this adult say this to a teenager? That's, yeah, that's what I thought of. Like, like teenagers like, don't have enough problems. That's what I thought of years later. I was like, this lady had to have been like 40. Yeah. Like, why is she picking on a 17-year-old kid? Who's d- doing his first set. That's crazy. Trying yeah. his best. And I said, like, the... 
uh, the lady who introduced me, sorry, she said it's his first time. He's 17. Uh-huh. So it's not like she didn't know. She was just a fucking bitch. Yeah, so seriously. Did that scare you off for a while or were you just got back? No, on I wanted to do it. Yeah. I wanted to keep doing it because I was like, I just got a taste for it like that yeah. night. And I was like, I need to do comedy yeah, yeah. more. But well, I didn't great. have a car, didn't have yeah. a driver's license until I was like 18. Mm. Then I, had a, I was working at some fast food restaurant in Glendale. And, uh, and I got my license and, and a car. And I'm like, I'm going to start doing comedy. Mm. And I tell him, like, my boss, who was kind of like my friend, um, I'm like, dude, I'm going to start doing stand-up comedy. He's like, how the fuck, where do you do that? How do you do that? And back then they had LA Weeklies. You know, mm-hmm. they saw yeah, it now. Yeah. But like, that was like the source for right. concerts and open mics and all that stuff. Right. So I just crack open one of those and like, I start looking under comedy listings and then I see that this place called the Ha Ha Cafe, this like mm. shithole comedy club yeah. in the valley, had open mics Monday through Friday from like 6 p.m. to like 8 or whatever it was at the time. And I worked in Glendale and this was like in North Hollywood. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to get off work and I'm going to go sign up for this open mic and I'm just going to fucking do it. do it. Mm -hmm. Write write some three minutes of shit. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny. Then I went down there and I did it and I was like, that went terribly. (laughs) It was really weird. There was no Did anybody tell you how terribly it went? No, because it was all all comedians. They just liked the idea that I was like this 18-year-old kid starting comedy and like, I guess I had a lot of confidence for being 18. Mm -hmm. You know, they just were like, yeah, I can't believe you're doing this so young or, but I wasn't any good. People just, you know, like older open micers, uh, what I would hear a lot was like, I can't believe you're doing this so young. When I was 18, I didn't know what I wanted. Like, it was a lot of that. So, um, so I did it. I did that open mic every Monday through Friday. And then I started finding more open mics. And when you do those open mics, you meet other comedians and they yeah. tell you about other open mics. And that just kind of turned into like an everyday thing. Because I was living at home still with right. my parents. So like I had a job during the day. And then at night, I would just do, do open mics as many as I could. Ev- all over, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the people that you came up with at the time? Are, like, people, are anyone still at it? Um who would I come up? Um, let's see. I was. Um, I used to go to the Westwood Brewing Company on Tuesday nights, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and back then, like people that were regularly there were like uh, Zach Galifianakis mm-hmm. was there a lot, and he granted he'd been, been doing it a little while sure. then. Maria Bamford mm-hmm. was there a lot. Brody Stevens nice. was there a lot. Ari Shafir, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he started a couple years before me. Um, another friend of mine, Aaron Cater. He's a comedy store mm-hmm. guy. Um, Joe Wagner. You know yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw him last right. night. That's what he popped in my head. Um, God, I mean, there's probably there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, a lot. You know, a lot of people quit. A lot of people disappear. Sure. Right. Oh yeah. Um, God, who else? No, don't worry about it. I mean, there's, yeah, there's just there's well, so many, man. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, we could probably talk about comedy for hours. Oh yeah, yeah. But okay. I think that uh, we should talk a little bit more about the teens, okay. and maybe let's talk about some teens in the news. Yeah, let's do it. Right. This or, is a relatively new segment, or as John abbreviated it, tit news. Yeah, <laughs> that was, right. I told you that in confidence, Eric. <laughs> you didn't want me to say it. I'm sorry. Uh, so these are these are news stories from. Like yesterday, or I don't yeah, know. yeah, I grabbed them yesterday. Uh, 
New York City teens force girls to fight on video. New York City police have arrested a pair of teenagers and accused them of forcing two seven-year-old girls to fight each other for a video that was later widely viewed on the internet. The video shows the two tiny children standing close together while belligerent teens off camera say things like slapper and puncher until one of the girls finally grabs the other by the hair. After a minute of grappling, the other girl finally breaks away. The other girl finally breaks away, sobbing. I'm not playing. I like this little girl. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my favorite word in that story is tiny. Yeah, tiny <laughs> children. Uh, yeah, oh, that's this Friday like arrested two older girls. seven-year-olds. Yes. <laughs> they, we, need to, we need to understand that these seven-year-olds are of normal seven-year-old size. Yeah, they're not like those really fat <laughs> yeah. babies on Maury Povich. They didn't have like some weird <laughs> gland disorder. Because like, we're all assuming that they would. six-foot-tall seven-year-olds. <laughs> this is in the Wall Street Journal? This is in the Wall Street Journal, yeah. Uh, The girls aged 14 and 15, were aged 14 and 15, so they instigated the fight. Oh, that is a real shitty thing to do. It's like taking bum fights to the next level. You know, if it was teenagers forcing other teenagers to do it, I think it would be a little better. A little better. Yeah. But that would just be like, you know, businesses. I mean, usually businesses are teenagers go. Yeah. Were there a lot of like fights in your high school? Um, there were, there were some, we had a lot of like suburban gangsters, you know, there's like, right. I remember this one kid, like he was like this, he's like, yeah, man, you know, I grew up in like fucking South Central Compton <laughs> shit. He was like, I can't remember what his ethnic makeup was. I feel like he was like part Mexican, part black, part white. Uh, he was uh-huh. just kind of those like, but you never really asked when you're, you know, right, right. He's, he's just your friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was like this like tough ass, like he seemed tough, but he was like this scrawny little kid. Um, who talked like a big game, but like he's like, yeah. yo, man, you know, my dad lives down in Compton, I'll fuck your shit up, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever, all this stuff. But then it turns out like his dad lived in like, you know, up in, in like Locker Center or something like right. that. Right. And he would talk all this shit and he was just like, I'm a tough kid. I'm like, I grew Compton up here. Lane. Yeah. And know? then he's like, Tree Line Street. You try to like take people's shit, but like in like the word, he's like, yo, man, I left my wallet in your pocket. <laughs> Let me get that shit back. That's I'm like, a great line. That's your way of getting someone's wallet. Like that's, that's not hilarious. Even like, we yeah. have the same wallet, and yeah. I put mine in your pocket. Yeah. Let me get the money out of out of my wallet. I'm like, just say you want the guy's money. Don't yeah. like, you're trying to be clever, and you sound like a fucking asshole. And then he keeps talking about how like tough he is after school one day. And then his fucking mom pulls up in a Corvette. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, tough guy. Like, I mean, like. Is that car from Compton too? Yeah. You know, it's like this like red Corvette. She stole Corvette. that. She said, hey, I think that's my Corvette yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. driving. <laughs> and he's talking, you know, I'll fuck up anyone. And she's like, honey, get in the car. Dinner's oh. going to be ready soon. <laughs> when, uh, where I grew up uh, in Maine, it was enough bragging rights to just say you've been to LA yeah. or uh-huh. been to New York. So people would be like, yo, I'm tough. I've been to New York before. It's yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah you fine. probably visited like the, uh, the Empire State Building with your grandparents. Right, but, yeah. But that was like bragging rights. Like, we were like, did oh, you no, did you have a lot of people fighting though in your school? Um, not a ton of people. Uh, we did have sort of like this weird. Uh, we had a lot a lot of Cambodian people um, huh. immigrated to my town, and so there was like a lot of like white shitheads trying to fight Cambodian kids because they're racist white shitheads. Mm. Um, yeah, but there was you know pretty much business as usual. Like not. Not a ton of fights, but they would happen usual. once in a while. I like it. Yeah, there were like some yeah racial kind of thing. We had a lot of like 
A lot of white people, Koreans, Armenians, mm, yeah. some Mexicans. Well, I grew up in New Jersey, uh, very close to New York City, and uh, where I grew up was very, you know, white suburbia, but we would get some of New York's runoff Puerto Ricans, right. and they would just fight each other and, like, rip each other's hair yeah. out and stuff, which was entertaining to watch. So this story comes from Atlanta Black Star. Here's what your teens like most and least about you. They dislike when you contact their teachers without letting them know. Hmm. Sure, I guess that makes sense. They don't find it funny when you share their little secrets with your adult friends. Their little secrets. Because you think they're cute and no big deal. I mean, do you ever get embarrassed by your parents still? Like, I don't recall ever um, hearing them talking about me and my dumb teen problems. I don't remember that ever happening. Teens get very upset if you talk about them as if they're not there. That's true. That is very frustrating. Your teens do not enjoy listening to you brag about them. You can't win with these guys. I know, right? What the hell do they want? Can't talk, the talk want? shit. Yeah, can't what do they want? Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Dead. Don't compare them to their siblings. Sure. Were you an only child or did you a have... younger brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much younger? Two years younger. Oh, okay. Did you guys get along? Oh, no. With that age difference, you're fighting all yeah. the time. Because uh, he would like... I would get mad if you try to like emulate me or hmm. like, you know, right. like steal my stuff from my room and like, you know, that kind of like want to hang out with me. And you're just like, no, right. man, I got my own friends that are yeah. two years older than you losers, <laughs> you know. So there was like, yeah, a lot, lot of fighting. We get along now as adults, but yeah, you know, obviously. Uh, they say that you expect them to do things. Oh, they wait. They say that you expect them to do things wrong. I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to read the little description. They, they say, say that "Look, you... this is what they tell me. I'm not making this up. They sometimes wish that teenage trouble in trouble didn't. What the fuck is this even mean? They sometimes wish that teenage and trouble didn't both begin with the letter T because they are already used together way too often. Give this some thought. I think that the teens <laughs> may be right about this one. Did any? Did Wait, either of you understand what second. that meant? This is. I think so. This is an Atlanta black star. So I'm picturing some people, some like. Ladies in Atlanta just being like, and my teen, where is this one? I just want to kind of give my impression oh, here. Number six. <laughs> okay. Where they're just like, and say, they say that T and teenager and the T and trouble are always together. And they think that, you know, that's always going to be connected with them. Right. So, uh, so they say that you expect them to do things wrong. Mm-hmm. And somebody just wrote that down verbatim. You should send that to the Atlanta Black Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, they get furious when you talk negatively about their friends. Okay. Makes sense. So this yeah. is what you should not do around teens, guys. That's in and the news, huh? Remember, T and teen, uh, T and trouble. Uh, teens and trouble both begin with T. Uh, all right. Finally, last last thing. It's just taken from a um, police blotter. Teens drinking at Marriott Marriott Courtyard. The night manager at the Marriott Courtyard reported youths drinking in the rear parking lot, oh, creating no. a disturbance on February sixteenth at ten o nine p.m. <laughs> Then uh, the next one, youth, youths throwing ice balls. <laughs> Three youths were Is it the same kids after they got drunk. <laughs> Let's throw some ice balls now. <laughs> Three youths were reported for throwing ice balls at windows and glass doors on Hicks Avenue. Uh, oh, you're like at the manager at the Marriott. <laughs> and then finally, my favorite, sick raccoon. <laughs> A sick raccoon was reported on the property of Kelly's Sea Level. On February 15th at 3.28 p.m. How did that phone call go? I see a raccoon. He, he looks, looks sick. sick to me. Get him some hot soup. That's funny. And that sick raccoon. What is that? Where is that? Teens in the news. Oh, that was from... 
it's funny like now that like you know teenagers have like access to like you know the internet and like can put their like thoughts out there uh-huh. like stuff like you know teens don't like it when it's like who gives a shit <laughs> yeah, right? fuck what, teens what the like? fuck like oh. I had so many opinions when I was a teenager about like I had real issues with authority and yeah. stuff like if I, anyone told me what to do yeah. I would do the opposite I got kicked out of classes all the time I would yell at teachers mm-hmm. and threaten them and like you know all that kind of stuff I want to remind everybody that Eric assumed I, that he was not a teenage shithead I, yeah I really really I just had once I got misread you. I got kicked out of a summer I was already in summer school to make up a class uh-huh. and I remember oh I used to I used to like telling people the story um I was taking a class to make up for, I can't remember what, but it was called radio broadcasting, uh-huh. mm-hmm. which the idea appealed to me. I'm like, that's cool. You get to like learn how to like create a radio station and like sure. run one, you know? That was the whole idea of the class. So we took it, me and these like two gangster dudes, this one kid like Luis, who's a real short guy, and then his friend, whatever his name was, who's this really big guy. They look, so they look kind of like um, uh, Pinky and the Brain, okay. <laughs> like the gangster versions of right. Pinky and the Brain. Um, like, Although Pinky and Brain are like cool gangster names anyway, I think. Totally. Yeah, um, it's it like little brain. Pinky, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, like we were in this class and we were all just, you know, we'd like to cause trouble and crack jokes and stuff. So our teacher was this like former DJ at like KLOS mm. out here named uh-huh. Shauna. Um, and she DJed there like Arrow 93, which is now Jack FM. Mm-hmm. So she was like a working DJ. They had her teach the class. So she was kind of bitchy. I went to school with her son, uh-huh. you know, um, so I was like, I wouldn't be, you know, too mean to her and stuff. But so she was like real anal about stuff that just made us want to do the opposite. Right, like, right. You can't do this, can't say that. So one of our assignments was to create like a radio show mm-hmm. or whatever. So we have to like uh, station ID at the top and then announce who we are, create a playlist of songs and then even like write little commercials. And at, what, at what point in those radio show did you announce how you would make your own uh, answering machine message with your co-hosts? Because that, that's what you do in, on radio shows, right? Yeah, that's right? how radio works. Do, oh, do they actually do that? No. no I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I interrupted. Oh, Go ahead. Okay. Um, I think you were like, talking about morning DJs oh, no, no, that no. do that kind of stuff. No, no, it's the just referencing what we did at the top of the show. Okay. in the brain. Yeah. Um, well, that's the, be- that's the thing about podcasts. You have the freedom to say that kind of stuff. That's right. Yeah. On radio, you have to be very, I found out, very... Mm-hmm. Specific station IDs, top of every hour, yeah, like all that kind of stuff. So we did that, and then we're like writing. We had to write our own commercials, and I was like, "Guys, we should sell Nazi mel- memorabilia." Oh, that's so good! <laughs> like World War Two Nazi memorabilia, <laughs> and they're and they're like, "Yeah, that'd be funny, man. We'll sell like you know, like uh, you know, swastikas and like you know, like weird kind of things, like offensive things like that." So. Swastikas, they're free because you can draw them anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I tell the teacher, she's like, well, what are your commercials? What do you have for commercials? I'm like, well, we're going to sell um, Nazi memorabilia. She's like, no, no, look, you can't do that kind of stuff. That's offensive and uh-huh. that's not you, – you wouldn't be allowed to do that. And I'm like, well, why not? She's like, because it's offensive. And I'm like, well, not really because it's a part of world history, history yeah. <laughs> and people actually do buy – memorabilia from world war ii is world war ii not a part of world history she's like yeah and i'm like well there shouldn't be a problem with selling nazi memorabilia it'd be like selling world war one memorabilia or civil war and she's like well i'm still not letting you do it and i that angered me because i was i was right right like i was really upset with the fact that i was right i argued my point and i was right and she still wouldn't let me do it And i'm like well fine 
we won't sell Nazi memorabilia. So I go back and I'm like, we're going to sell nuclear weapons. My friends. But that are like really small pocket-sized ones. Wow, to still pink, destroy I'm sure nation. that Pinky in the Brain must have been absolutely into yeah. this idea. They didn't, they didn't give a shit. They just found it funny that like, because they were like, you know, they were just troublemakers in a physical threatening right. way. And I was more like, I want to like fuck with my teachers and yeah. like get them mad. And, you know. Do you think that was the first time Fine, we won't sell Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. Has ever been said like in a huff, like yeah. <laughs> in a high school summer sixteen-year-old yeah. twerp. So then I tell her, I'm like, uh, and she's like, well, "What did you come up with now?" I'm like, "We're gonna sell nuclear weapons that are pocket-sized that you can carry around with you, but can still destroy a whole nation." And she's like, "That wouldn't." And she's such an idiot looking back. It's like, why would she entertain a logical like right. debate yeah, yeah, yeah. on? She's like, well, they would never do that. I'm like, no shit, they would never do that. No one's going to start making like pocket-sized nukes for you and your friends. And I was like, she's like, well, you can't do that. I'm like, well, why not? It's not Nazi memorabilia. What's offensive about it? I'm like, they sell weapons all the time everywhere. Our government does it, you know, like that kind of stuff. And she's like, you can't, I'm not allowing you to do that. It's violent and that would not be allowed to be sold. I'm like, all right, fine. She's like, come up with something normal and reasonable. And I'm like, so then I was like, all right. We'll do that. So automobile hood ornaments. No, even, <laughs> yeah, yeah. repurposed um, flathead screwdrivers that yeah. you can. So, uh, so I came up with um, a company called the Plain White T-shirt Company <laughs> that sold plain white T-shirts available in only medium, <laughs> and uh, there were no nothing on them. They were just plain white cotton t-shirts and that's how i delivered the commercial when i was like when i was up there i delivered it in the most boring no frills way yeah i'm like at, there's absolutely nothing special they fit about, okay about our product yeah they fit fine regular fit um they're white they're plain they're t-shirts like it was the most boring commercial i could possibly do but my friends in the back pinky in the brain were laughing hysterically so i was like hey you want something unexciting and not funny you got it yeah plain white t-shirts available in medium and then she ended up kicking me out of the class like a day or two later because i was like talking or doing something and she's like that's it I can't have this shit. And she went and found like the guy, whoever was running the summer school program, like uh, whatever the principal for a summer school program was. So he came to like talk to me and he's like, look, if you keep acting up, we're going to have to kick you out of summer school and you won't be able to like, and I think I said something like, I'm like, was there a summer school for summer school? Yeah, right. I, really, I really need this credit. And he's like, that's your final warning. And then I go back in there and I think the next day and I was like, I got in trouble again. I'm like, I'm like, or oh, are you going to call your friend to come kick me out? Oh, Jesus. I'm like, you can't, you're, you're not tough oh, enough shit. to do it yourself. And she's like, that's it. Get out of this class. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck this class. You're a washed up radio DJ. Whoa. No one loves you. No one thinks you're talented. I hope you never work again. And then she kicked me in. She's like, get out, get out. And then I went outside and stood in the parking lot and continued screaming <laughs> into the door. Wow. I'm oh like, I hope so you wrong. never work again. Now, this is also, you did say earlier that this was the mother of a, a, a student that yeah, you were in class yeah. and you didn't want to give her a hard time. Yeah, that was in the beginning. But like, <laughs> as, as the class went on, I felt like I was being wronged. Oh, right. So I had to like, I had to act out and show this teacher that like, you know, she was treating me inappropriately, you know, right, by right, like right. not letting me cr- express myself and like, you know, you really well, got up on your teen high horse. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
But so like I'm screaming, you know, and then she ended up asking Pinky in the brain to stay to like protect her from me. Whoa. And I'm like, these are the fucking kids that get in fights. Yeah. <laughs> but um and then I ended up getting kicked out of summer school. But like, you know, looking back, it's like I was not right. No, no. Yeah. Like I had my stupid teen philosophy. Sure. Right. And I thought I was being wronged. And it's like, no, I should have just listened to what the teacher said. Right. Done yeah. my assignment, gotten the summer school credit. In the end, I ended up getting kicked out of summer school. Couldn't get the credits for the class. I got in trouble with my parents. Right. You know, and all because, like, I had some, like, weird, misplaced, like, sense of, like, entitlement. That's what you may think, but you also now have a story to tell on podcasts about being a teenager. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're actually uh, just breezing through time here so why don't we get to some uh, teen advice questions okay so we we pull these questions off of the internet Um, these are real teens asking these questions I assure you they're they're not listening they're not asking us questions yeah there's uh, a message board where teenagers just post tons of questions and people respond to them that's great and uh, we find some of the dumbest ones and we do not have to answer them uh, seriously because they're not listening I got into a fight with my best friend. What should I do? We both got the job to decorate the class board, but she took all the attention, and I was left with nothing. What can I do? How do you take attention decorating From a class board? Class she just board. did all the flashy shit, man. She probably got all that glitter and all the construction. Maybe she should go stencils or something. She should go in after school and deface her work. Absolutely. Yeah. Erase it. A thousand it, percent. Draw all over it. Draw like Ashley's a, Ashley gives blowjobs in the bathroom. <laughs> or whatever. That's what I do. That girl's name yeah. is totally going to be yeah. Ashley too. For a good time, call Ashley and then put her Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, whatever. right? <laughs> Facebook.com slash yeah. Trashy Ashley. Yeah. Trash. Uh, I'm so pissed off. Help me. So I live with my aunt and uncle, and they're always pranking people. What? <laughs> Basically, they draw on people when they're asleep. This is amazing. Basically, they draw on people when they're asleep. This morning, they pranked me, and it wasn't the first time. It's not even funny. They prank my brother and my cousins. This really, get, this really gets me, irritates me. Okay? Uh, and I'm thinking of getting them back. I don't know how to get them back in a way that gets them back, but not too bad. This is terribly written. Yeah. Uh, or should What's- I... Or should I get back at them at all? Help me, please. It's really annoying. I like how pranking has become synonymous for them with just drawing like dicks on people's foreheads. <laughs> it sounds like his sleep. aunt and uncle are like alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. It sounds they just, like get drunk and like let's draw on the kids, let's draw on these children that <laughs> yeah. we're caring, for. children that we're caring for. Yeah, it's like they didn't pass out because they were drunk. <laughs> That's when you draw on people's yeah, faces. Exactly. They pass out because they're tired. Because they're kids. tired children. <laughs> Meanwhile, the aunt and uncle After are doing long day shots of Jaeger in the kitchen, and they're like, "Let's draw on these stupid kids. <laughs> let's fucking do a curly mustache." Yeah. I think that uh, a great prank would be to call Child's Protective Services. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the prank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call a, a rehab hilarious. facility. That would be a hilarious <laughs> prank. Uh, here, Nick, do you want to read this one on top? Uh, okay. Uh, that's great. I want to lose my V card. <laughs> so my boyfriend and I have been dating for a while, and he hints to he hints to be to me about having S E X spelled out. Mm. Uh, I want to, but I'm not sure how this whole process works. So any help would be great. <laughs> Asked by a girl, age 15. Huh, that's uh, a probably wait a little bit, but if you really want to know how it works, I'm not sure. He puts his penis in your vagina. That's pretty much it. Wow. That's pretty that's much all, all you have to do. How it works. Well, you get drunk. Yeah. And 
It's going to be awkward the first time. And the second time. And the third time. And the third time. Uh, He's only going to last for like 20 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's 26. Unless she's Um, one of those girls. Then he'll probably last for an hour. I look like an ant. And then tell you not to tell anyone. Wrap it up. Or the magic stops. Don't have children. Right. Yeah. Please wrap it up. Yeah. I guess the one piece of advice would be use a fucking condom. Yes. I remember a girl. There was a girl when I was in eighth grade that was fucking pregnant. Oh yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah, there's like two girls in my like uh, sophomore year of high school who both got had to leave because they both got pregnant. Actually, a friend of mine was telling me recently about how in high school, in her high school, she had a they had a daycare because yeah. there were so many teenagers getting knocked up and that's having great. babies. So they actually had a daycare. I remember very very distinctly like riding home on the bus. So this is I must have been like 14 and looking over and seeing one of the girls. Like kind of just like touching her belly, and I noticed it was like sticking out a little bit, and I was like, "Uh oh, she's <laughs> definitely pregnant." And then like you know, a month later, she announced that she was pregnant, and I, had, uh, and yeah, this is on the bus. Like we, she wasn't even like of driving age. I was in love with a girl that got pregnant like a few yeah. times. Well, and I got, was like abortions. That, that girl I was in love. With, I was like, I yeah. had such a crush on her. Yeah, me too. I'm sure that I've had crushes on gr- girls who've had. I'm so glad I, I never went anywhere because oh, she just God. turned yeah. into like a fucking. She's clearly very fertile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my crush asked me to write him a yearbook dedication. What do I do? So we're friends, but we're not that close, and I have no clue what to write. There are many things about him that I like, but I don't want to embarrass myself. Please help. You know a what? Yearbook. Go with the classic. Never change. Have a great summer. KIT, keep in yeah, touch. Keep in touch. touch. Yeah. This keep in touch is dedicated to you, Brandon. John. I feel like you've probably had some, uh, like a, a form, like a form letter uh, response on people's yearbooks. Did you have like something that you always like? I don't like, keep it sleazy, greasy, like <laughs> something like what that. What do you think I was like? Uh, uh, I don't know. I far. feel like. You think a lot about these kind of things. Uh, I don't even remember if any of my high school buddies are listening. Read mm. me what I wrote to you in your yearbook. <laughs> Never change. Keep. I touch. wish. I, I always. By the time yearbook time came around, I just was would pray that people would ask me to. Yeah, sign. yeah. So I didn't have like a lot of friends, and I was just like, I hope people ask me to sign their yearbook. Oh, I definitely got like pity signs. Oh, I I got I I remember a fun story. So. Uh, in in one of my friend's yearbooks, I wrote about how I had a crush on her in the fourth grade in her yearbook. And then in my yearbook, she wrote to me about how she remembered when I, in fourth grade, peed my pants. <laughs> um, and she is a lesbian and married, and I'm very proud of oh, her. Oh, there you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's true. Peed my pants in fourth grade. Do you guys really care if you don't shave down there? Will mm. it gross them out if a girl didn't? No, man. Bush is back. Uh, These are teenagers. Teenagers like, worried yeah. about like, I'd say you know shaving and yeah. What is, Should I get my I, clit pierced? Well, I don't know. I'm 14 now. <laughs> I used to listen to Loveline a lot, and Me too. they were talking about how like a lot of teen girls now because they see like porn and stuff, they get really freaked out when they start growing pubes and they don't know what's they happening. They get freaked out about it because like we because they don't hairy down there. Everybody I see on oh, the man. internet is it's like, like shaved. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no one has any hair. No. Yeah, yeah, they're just like hairless babies. Teenage girls, you got to experience the, the joy of having pubic hair. <laughs> uh, no, Bush is coming back. It's coming back in style. Yeah. I wonder how early teenagers are fucking now. I know. I don't want to know. Think... I don't want to know Because I think, I mean, I think people thought it was early when I was a teenager. There were people like, you yeah. know, hand jobs and blow yeah. jobs and like that kind of stuff when we were like, I mean, I wasn't going through any. I yeah, didn't have sure. sex until I was 19, but... 
Um, but yeah, people were doing that kind of stuff at 13, 14. Yeah, well, yeah, seven, remember, great. I remember, the way it is now, I imagine people are like, yeah. fuck, seven-year-olds are just banging oh, in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And like, they're really good camera. at it, you know, because they watch all this porn. Oh, didn't, you know, like, we, didn't we have a, a question a couple weeks ago where it was like, um, I just started getting my period and my boyfriend's excited because now we can have a baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that really disturbed me. That was really good. That gross. was one of the... Yeah. Wow. So disturbing. That's insane. Um, here, why don't you read this one on top? Jesus. All right. Um, is it weird that my boyfriend knows that I masturbate? One night, we were asking awkward questions, and we were trying to make it as awkward as possible, <laughs> and this was one of the first questions to come up. After I told him yes, he said, dude, you are like the coolest chick ever. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what other girl would admit to that? So is it weird? Asked by an arty girl, sixteen. Yeah, I think when you find when you're a teenage boy and you find out that girls masturbate, it oh, blows yeah. your mind. And you're like, yeah. that is so fucking cool. Um, yeah, that's that's I'm awesome. To think if, and uh, I would call her dude also because dude, that is the coolest yeah. thing ever. Dude, you're the coolest. <laughs> you're the coolest chick, chick ever. That's what, like girls are way over analyzing everything when they write these questions, and guys are basically like. Dude, that's so fucking cool. Or can I stick it in your butt? Like, that's all. No, the, uh, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, so they, they were asking each other awkward questions. So I bet that he was like, hey, let's ask each other awkward questions because he wants to ask yes. her if she masturbates. <laughs> so it's like, uh, here, I'll start. I don't know. Let me think for a minute. Uh, do you ever uh, masturbate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We can round table this one. Do you believe in mermaids? <laughs> nope. I wonder if this is a girl asking this question. <laughs> no. Ghosts? Oh, oh we're, we're, oh, we're actually answering? Yeah, let's answer these questions. Um, do you believe in mermaids? No. That's 100% no. yes. Okay. You do? Really? I don't know. Wasn't there a show on like Animal Planet about like, or Discovery, like if mermaids existed or something oh, like I that? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I think so. Uh, ghosts? Yes. Yeah, sort um, of. Sometimes. I don't know. I'm going to say probably no. My, my answer to that is like, I believe that there's a there's a good chance that they do. I don't have any proof, but yeah, uh, I don't have any experiences, but I have no reason to believe that they don't. I think they're cool. I don't know if I believe them. Not like in the way to. that they are in movies. I don't think that there's like no. people with agendas or whatever. <laughs> right, just like, right, right. I got to haunt the shit out of this house for a while. You know? yeah. I love a good ghost. Story. I would love to haunt a house. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so great. Do you believe in wizards? Oh, I wish no. I, I wish I did. Yeah, too. I know. Right? That's another thing. That'd be about... amazing to live in a world where there were wizards. Yeah. Do you, do you believe in pirates? <laughs> well, yes. yes. Those, they, are real. those are very real. Yeah. tragically real. Yeah. And finally, do you believe in dragons? No. Dinosaurs. I, wish I, I, guess. I could believe in that. Yeah, that's the same thing with the wizards. It's like if if there was a world where wizards existed, I'd want there to also be dragons. Oh, they would have to be dragons. Yeah. What's well, going to protect the wizards? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what would they summon when they yeah, destroy a village? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Oh, so you're you're thinking about uh, evil wizards? Oh, good or evil? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean what, what if it was an evil yeah. village? That's true. You know, that needed to be destroyed. Just by like a good they're just people. They're good and they're evil. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I wish dragons were real, man. That'd be cool, but also terrifying. Yeah. Where it's like, 
did you hear about that? Did you hear about Hurricane Tropical Storm Sandy or whatever? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, did you hear about that earthquake over there? It's like, oh, did you hear about that dragon attack? Yeah, over dragon in, uh, uprising over, over in, in Ohio. <laughs> in Ohio. <laughs> there would a, have to be some third world country where they don't have it under control yet. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're just right, like, right. dude, these dragon breeders down in yeah. the fucking Philippines. It's like, I really want to, yeah, yeah, I really want to go visit Bora Bora. But yeah. I hear that there's crazy dragons. Yeah. Well, you're going to go during <laughs> dragon season? No, dude. dude. you got to wait till winter when they freeze over. Right, when like, they're hibernating. When they hibernate, yeah. The craziest thing happened to John. He was he was in Chile, and a fucking dragon ate him. It's hey, crazy. Yeah. Uh, if I, Eric, if I die before you, and if I like get buried and have a tombstone, can you please make sure that my epitaph says, eaten by dragons? Yes, that I, would can, be I can do that for you. Yeah. I will have That's to, my dying wish, guys. Let's hope. Fell off dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm vacating. No, that makes me sound clumsy. You went on like oh. a dragon like riding thing. No, yeah. it was like you were triumphantly like holding a sword up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and then you bumbled. Lost it. my grip on the harness. Wow, we really did it today, guys. Uh, yeah, this may be our longest episode yet. And I feel like How we long have we been on? Like hour 15. Oh, wow. Uh, and I feel like we could talk for way longer, yeah, too. Yeah, Nick, thank you so much yeah, for coming on. Yeah, Thanks this for has been a lot me. of fun. This uh, has been fun. I feel like we just started scratching uh, the well, surface. I know. We, we should do this again. again. Yeah, yeah, I would love, we I'd really love should do this again. Uh, especially since you live in the neighborhood. Yeah. So. Uh, but, yeah, so how can people find out like where they can see you? or what's um, The best way? way would be on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is at Nick Youssef, N-I-C-K-Y-O-U-S-S-E-F. Um, I post some stuff. I have a Facebook fan page that I use sometimes. Um, but the best way is Twitter. That's how I usually Twitter. And people should check out your Instagram if they want to see some pictures of you as a teenager. That's true, yeah. My, my Instagram handle is the same as my Twitter, at uh, Nick Youssef. Um, I started a Vine Account. Oh, I haven't, okay. I haven't yeah. fucked with it too much yet. I did like, I, a couple videos. I've vined a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple from a couple from some scenes from Top Gun. Yeah. One from a scene from Frasier, and uh-huh. then uh, today I did one of setting up this podcast right yeah. here. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on Vine as well. Check it out, Eric Goslin. Twitter, the Eric Goslin, because there's one other Eric Goslin who has fucked at guy. Eric Goslin. He has one tweet that says, "I love my life." <laughs> uh, also, oh, oh. You Time out. I got a. Uh, I told Eric about this. I got a phone call last week from a uh, a telemarketer for something. There's someone trying to get me to take a survey, and I answer, and he goes, "Oh, hi. This is Eric Goslin calling from blah blah." blah. And I was just like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. And well, before before I could ask him, because I was certain that it was Eric pranking me somehow, like the worst prank. Yeah. Like worse than that. Where I say, where I say my name at the beginning of but, the prank. But it, like you got somebody else to call to confuse oh, yeah, me yeah, saying yeah. it was you. And I just didn't know what was going on, but it was really funny. And I really wanted to ask him if he loved his life. <laughs> oh, he should have. <laughs> um, um, also, I should say uh, I'm on this week's episode of Podcast Squared. Oh, yeah. Uh, where we review John's other podcast, Vegan Snack Attack. So it's very incestuous. Yes, we love each other or yeah. hate each other, depending on yeah, you'll what have you to said about. And it. Find out, uh, and yeah, you can find me on all the social networking things at uh, with John Wiener J O N W I E I E N E R, and you can find us both at Hey Teens Podcast, and that is the end of the show. <laughs> Leave a message after the beep, please. <laughs> Wrap it up, teens. Hey, teens.